Tasty Hot Sauce Podcast. I'm Larry Monkey. And you can find me on X at FF Larry Monkey. Yeah, you know it. I said it. X. <laughs> X marks the spot. AKA Twitter. Oh, there he is on the couch, as always. But he's got <laughs> salmon uh, shorts on tonight. Salmon <laughs> colored shorts. It's either the t shirt or the shorts. Ooh, boy, we got the alligator slayer, the Mississippi hippie, the redneck hippie from Mississippi, the baby deer killer at Run DFF, Mr. Justin Rogers. What's up, my Yo, last week I was the baby deer misser. <laughs> I had a great shot on one and shot right over her back on Thursday evening. First time on a little public land, public land spot, set up. I scouted for about an hour, set up. Deer comes in like an hour later, and I just straight up missed right over the back. Now, do you fetch the arrow? Oh, I went and got the arrow. I went to make sure that I didn't hit her. Wow. Because it hit something. You found the arrow, huh? So- yeah, I found the arrow. It, there was nothing on it. It was dry as a bone. No blood. That means, that means no hit. That means deer is just bouncing through the woods, enjoying the rest of her day. You think they got? Uh, they don't have deer in Canada, right? They got, don't they have like moose? They absolutely have deer in Canada. <laughs> they have huge, massive white-tailed deer up in Canada. Oh, and massive. you 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 were half right because there are moose in Canada as well. There are as well. <laughs> At least where I'm from, yeah, actually, probably most of Canada. Yeah. <laughs> Justin, who the hell was that, man? It sounded like a very polite Canadian friend of ours. Thank you. A Canadian friend? <laughs> you ever, what, kind of a, what a great introduction. Hey, thanks for that great introduction. A Canadian friend. No, everyone knows everyone knows this guy. He's on he's he's on a million different shows all going at one time, man. He's he gets into a lot of stuff and we'll get into what he's getting into. At Senra says Kyle Senra. What's up? Welcome to the show. Very scream mask of you for the almost Halloween time. So yeah, very appropriate. Awesome <laughs> to be here, guys. So let's, uh, what's up? What's let's up? bring it. Let's make it hot. All right, dude. Here and we saucy, go. Then. I suppose. So so moose. Do you ever? Uh, how how often do you do you ever see a moose? Does you, you have a moose? Do you call anyone a moose up there, <laughs> Ontario? Uh, I feel like I've seen maybe one or two moose in my life. Usually just driving, you see them. On the highway, if you get lucky. Mooses? I think uh, when I have, yeah, when I saw it, it was just one singular. Uh, oh, I, have, I have family members that are also into hunting, kind of like Justin is. So they they, they hunt moose like right around this time of year, every Thanksgiving, yep. every October. You're going to hunt moose? You're going to hunt a moose? Yeah. Dude, they, they a managed lot of to... meat, man. It's a yeah. lot of meat. Oh, yeah. They, uh, that's uh, That feeds the, several families all year. Uh, my you kill a uh, thousand pound moose, that's a lot of meat, homie. A what thousand pound? Thousand or more. Pound thousand moose. pound moose? Yeah. You kill a bull moose, it's going to be well over a thousand pounds. A bull moose? That's the boy. Ooh. Which that's one was uh, Sven from uh, Frozen? Which moose was I think he's a he. Moose. He, was not a, he was not a moose. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> reindeer. He's not, he's a, he was a reindeer? Yeah. Dang it. Yeah. I can't All remember right. Close enough, right? Moose and reindeer are relatively they're they're both in the deer family. So there's that. We're, we're getting off topic here. We man. are. We're getting way off topic. 
you do some Packers podcasts, right? It was a, I mean, you do a lot of stuff. Do, can you? How long would it take you to rattle it all off, man? Should we just like save it for the end or, or what? Well, I can do it quickly. Uh, well, we'll, we'll preview this part. It's full press coverage. I write some articles there, but I have two podcasts with them. One is a fantasy football podcast. The other is the full press Packers pod. My co-host Jesse Hall and I, we just uh, talk about the Packers every week. Usually I do two episodes a week in season, one previewing the game, one recapping the game. I'll try and do those recaps. Like if it's a Sunday game, I'll try and record those on Sunday, get those out as soon as possible. So that's always a lot of fun. Uh, yeah, no, no Packers game this week. So I don't have to do a recap. The true passion comes out right after the game, right? Unfiltered Actual, thoughts and, and, yeah. and emotions. Yeah, for sure. Nice. So what, what are you, so what are they doing for you these days? I mean, Jordan loves came out kind of hot throwing a lot of touchdown passes, but he's kind of simmered down a little bit. Where are you, where are you staying with him these days? I mean, I was kind of a Jordan Love doubter most of the time. Uh, I went into the season kind of skeptical of success. Like, I, I kind of expected the Packers not to make the playoffs this year. Whether it was the Vikings or the Lions or even Justin Fields turned out with the Bears, I kind of all thought those teams had better chances. So uh, yeah. the early success kind of gave me hope, that big 17-point uh, comeback win against the Saints. Also speaks volumes to, okay, yeah, they, they – just didn't score any points for a long period of time to be down 17. <laughs> and then just right. you know, in one quarter, basically turn it around and, and win 2017. But uh, that gave hope because, okay, this, you know, this team is resilient. They can overcome things. And then, you know, two straight losses to the lions and the Raiders. And honestly, that loss to the Falcons where they I think they put up 12 total yards in the fourth quarter and they just uh, blew it. I think was a 12 point lead to the Falcons. So, uh, you know, the, the three losses they've had have been just crushing the age, just how, how they were just dominated by the Lions completely. There was no hope at all. And then against the the Raiders, how close and how they could have and almost maybe should have won that game, but they kind of gave that one away too. So it's uh, like Raiders and Falcons. Those are two teams you figure you had to stack successes against. Yeah, these for real. Teams. So right. uh, the schedule's not getting any easier later on. So who's your most rostered Packer? If you are, a, if you have a bunch of teams um is there a guy you lean towards more over another another one because there are some fantasy friendly players on the packers for sure uh if i combine my redraft and dynasty leagues into one that's 22 leagues uh it was aaron jones uh, uh five or i think at the start of the year even six shares of him uh so yeah definitely would have been aaron jones uh combining those two oh I think in Dynasty, I think it's actually Tucker Craft, just because he was so cheap in rookie drafts, sometimes fourth round or undrafted. So I was I was not taking Luke Musgrave because I was seeing, okay, he's going like two, sometimes even like two rounds earlier than Craft. I'll just take Tucker Craft. And then, you know, I knew this too. It's Packers third round picks all suck under Brian Gudikins. Like he hasn't got <laughs> any of the third rounders at all. So uh, Tucker Craft was the third rounder. Should have known that he was going to be a total bust and, not to be able to get on the field. So I'm gonna have to remember that next year. Yeah, no, if a player goes in the third round to the Packers, just don't don't take him. Don't draft him. Yep. Yeah. Musgrave a second rounder is good. Jaden Reed, what? second rounder, he's great. Samari Tour is a seventh rounder. You probably shouldn't have him anyway, but that's fine. Was Dewara a third rounder? Third rounder, exactly. Yeah, he's, he's probably been the best one because he's like the only one still on the roster. On the roster. Like, yeah. Amari <laughs> Rogers was a, a good example. They've taken a couple defensive players in the third round that also haven't worked out. Uh, there was the offensive lineman Sean Ryan, who he can't get on the field. Like we, we've been, uh, har- I've been harping on Royce Newman a bit this year because we've seen him play and he's awful. Uh, seems like every game he plays, like the PFF grades come out and he's always like the lowest graded Packer. 
uh, when Eldon Jenkins was hurt, he was uh, starting, he started a, a game or two at left guard. So uh, if Sean Ryan can't beat out Royce Newman, he must be really bad. So there's another wasted third round pick. So yeah, there's, there's the fantasy tidbit is just avoid any Packers third round NFL draft picks. Cause they, I like it. At least while well, Brian Gutekinds is there, because Ted Thompson, you could hit on third rounders. So, you know, this GM ever gets fired, that that's out the window. But yeah, there you go. And I fell for it. I, I have Tucker Craft. <laughs> yeah. I have a Musgrave in a lot of spots. Nice. I mean, I think he can be a tight end one on any given week. That's Ooh. that's doable. The things that were said about him coming out of college and I mean, the, that way he tests at the combine, great athlete. Uh, he didn't play a lot of games in college, though. He was injured a lot of last year. The refinement of the route running, I think that's becoming apparent. Uh, there's been a few criticisms of Jordan Love this year, but one has been he just can't connect with Luke Musgrave deep. But like watching the games, I know it seems like Greg Olson does every Packers game, but I remember Greg Olson talking about one game, and you know he knows a thing or two about tight end route running. Right. And uh, there was the one game, I think it might have been the Saints game, where he, there was two deep shots missed to Musgrave. And the first one also was like adamant that this was on Musgrave where love put it in the spot as if Musgrave was just going straight for the end zone. But then at the end of the route, he kind of turned it to the sideline to almost like hit hit like a really deep out route. And like, that was him. And then he, he he went too far to the sideline, had to adjust too much to the ball and couldn't make the catch in it. So it looked like, Oh, an inaccurate pass by Jordan love. He overthrew him, but uh, he didn't run the route. Right. And we've seen it lately. Matt LaFleur has adjusted in a lot of his route. They're not, they're not throwing to him deep anymore. Like that was the thing that they were trying to do was, okay, he's so fast that he can stretch the defense himself. So we'll get him on a linebacker and he'll just burn him and he'll be wide open, but he's not, he's not getting to the spot he needs to once he gets wide open and that's not leading to completion. So they've, they've simplified the routes for him. He's catching a lot more underneath and try and do stuff after the catch. Uh, And as good of an athlete he is, he's not quite the Kittle where he can like just take the screen passes to the house yet. He might still develop to become that as he gets stronger in the NFL. So it, it, it's he's going to almost have to do it on volume, like like slot receivers do. If he becomes like the primary target and like that's the mismatch they go to and they just pepper him with targets. It, they kind of did that a little bit against the Raiders. It started in the first half, but they went away from it in the second half. So I'm, I think he can eventually develop once he gets the deep routes going. That's something I don't know that that's going to happen this year. Like that might be a year two, year three thing where he really breaks out and then he's your tight end one. So uh, I definitely wouldn't sell low on him, Larry. Like if you've got him in a lot of spots, you hold him through. I'd say oh, try yeah. not to have well, to rely holding. on having to play him week in, week out. You play him in the good matchups. He might be your every week starter tight end next year. Let me tell I you like something. That. Larry like is not selling player. low. Larry is definitely not selling low on Luke Musgrave. Don't worry about that one. <laughs> Dude, I, I I have him in a two-point tight end. He can be 14 points. Like, boom, snap of the fingers. And like, and you know what? The the heavier premium leagues would be the ones where if it's if it is going to be volume based and it's it's gonna have yeah. to be just a lot of short receptions, but you get those yeah. extra points for the receptions. Yeah. Neither was more than say, like if you were, you know, if you had a, a start two tight end league, but it's like you know, there's not much of a premium, then it's, then you really are just looking for who is going to score the most touchdowns, big play potential. That's where he may not be as much of an advantage. Dude, I've been trying to get Romeo dubs off a of run DFF for a few weeks now, and he keeps playing hard to get. Now, should I, should I just call off the dogs here and just call it quits or is he worth rostering for the uh, stretch run here? Like some folks have been talking about. It does look like Jaden Reed hasn't overtaken him. 
like some expected to, like I was hearing a lot of talk in the off season and I, and I even, I got into this, like this could be a potential where the, the two second rounders, Watson and Jaden Reed, and even Musgrave, like those, you know, that second round capital spent on all three, that's what drives them. They design a lot more routes for them. And those are the top three receivers, but Dubs is hanging on in some games. He's the most targeted guy. I yeah. think as Watson gets healthier, it, it's going to go back to being him. He's got the most upside. It, it, even with the the bye week off, like it, it might start this week. We kind of even saw it a little bit against the Raiders. So, like I know in my rankings, even last or like I guess before the bye week, I'm pretty sure I had Dubs ranked the highest in the weekly rankings of the Packers receivers. But going here into week seven, I'm gonna go with uh, it's week seven, right? <laughs> yeah, uh, week seven. Yeah, I'll go with Watson as the higher one. But I still see Dubs as like the number two wide receiver, maybe number two or number three target on the team. So. Yeah, so far Dubs is leaving is leading. Of course, Watson missed a few games, but yeah, Dubs is leading the uh the Packers in targets by a pretty significant margin. So we'll see. Yeah, I think uh Watson will eventually close that gap, but uh, yeah, um his I think his role is pretty secure on the team. He's gonna be yeah, one of their main perimeter outside receivers. They uh Jaden Reed seems like they've mostly just played him in the slot. So if they're getting into two tight end sets, dubs will stay on the field. I think that kind of role is secure. Certainly for this year, but maybe even for the next couple seasons. I mean, he's this is still Larry, year was, two of his rookie contract, so they've got. I was him tempted there. by your by your latest offer, but then I was like, oh, yeah. Dude, my last two offers, he's just like, ooh, well, the time well, is not yeah. right, and I'm like, come on, man. I'm intrigued by this current offer. Like, what's his most recent offer? Uh, it was Minshew and Juju for Dubs, and I'm in a little bit of QB shit show right now it's because. a super flex league because that's yeah. all that we play <laughs> and guess who's going to be the starting quarterback for the colts for the rest of the season it, that does look promising um, oh they're not going to bring matt ryan back <laughs> well they uh, made a call they made a call he said he's a little busy right now phil rivers is coming uh, back he's got some more kids to uh, to support i'm about to pick up andrew luck just in case yeah oh, boy. just in case uh yeah I have um, Josh Allen, which is great, and I have Kyler on IR, and then I have Desmond Ritter and Ty- Tyrod Taylor. So, uh, of course, you have so, Kyler. Yeah, of course I do. <laughs> hey, come on, <laughs> a lot of good now. <laughs> but uh, yeah, now I have to figure out that. I mean, I started. I think I started. Uh, yeah, I started Ritter this week. I'm trying to figure out if I want to keep starting Ritter because I think the leash is going to get shorter. The Ritter in the Superflex spot. Are we still putting Ritter in the super flex spot if we don't have a, if we have, have a wide receiver too that we could play in that spot? I mean, Ritter scored 16 points this week. He threw two intercept, two touchdowns and no, he did not throw a pick six. Ooh. He threw uh, two touchdowns and three interceptions, and he had 18 yards rushing. So, but he had 307 passing like, yards. Like that was a better performance than Russell Wilson just gave you. So, like, cool. Cool. <laughs> Russ Wilson. Could have been worse. I'll tell you what, quarterback scoring this year is down. There's no doubt about it. Yeah, there's a few guys still above 20. Yeah, but you don't have like a 26, 27 point guy. And yeah, maybe the, the, the middle class has kind of gone up. There's more guys above 20 I, than there were last year. But yeah, maybe not as many at hitting 25. And see right now, uh, Fantasy Pros, I don't know why they do this. So at the end of Sunday night, you can see week six. By Monday afternoon, week six is gone until they update it again after the game. <laughs> I just don't get why they do that. So right now you can't see they're probably the same rankings no 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 you can only see the scoring through five this is i'm not talking about rankings i'm talking about their oh, scoring gotcha. you can only see their scoring through five 
But Jalen Hurts is averaging 22.6. Fields is averaging 21.2. He's third. Josh Allen was number one before last night. Ritter's got to be up there. No, he doesn't. Have you lost? <laughs> Ritter is QB 19 right now, averaging 14.2 before yesterday. So probably about the same. So he, he's going up then after 16 points. <laughs> he might go up a smidge. Oh, man. He's going to He's going to jump Anthony Richardson, who did not play. So he's going to be Hold QB on. 18. Desmond Ritter was a was the QB six last week and the QB four this week. He was definitely not the QB four this week. He's the QB four this week. Sixteen Washington. points. Washington. Sixteen points this week, and he's the yeah, QB twenty six in the league. I'm looking at. I don't know what I don't know what he did to get twenty six. So he got passing yards. He got three hundred seven passing yards. That was fifteen points. You guys must do twenty yards of passing. Three hundred seven divided by twenty. Would be that, yeah. Minus one. Minus one for a pick. That's the only outlandish. And then 12, is it six-point passing? Six-point passing yes. team? Yep, 12 points. That's a shit setting, too. If you're going to have six-point, this is a, a <laughs> you, everyone needs to know. If you're going to have six-point passing touchdowns, you better have negative two at least. I would prefer negative three yeah. on the interception. I usually go half. Yeah. I usually go if it's four minus two. Yeah, exactly. Four three. and two, six and three. I'm a big fan of the pick six, the minus four pick six. I like the oh, I like the negative touchdown for the pick six. Yeah, yeah. I, I do like that. Kyron Williams is going to miss week seven. He is. He's going to miss week seven. There's optimism that it's only one week though. They're kind of making it sound like it's a low ankle sprain and not a high ankle sprain with that. Just the it's not serious. One week only. What so is that? Zach Evans? Is Zach Evans a guy now? Looks like it for one week anyway. Yeah. Speaking of uh, high ankle sprains, Tannehill looks yeah. like he got himself a high ankle sprain. Is it is it Will Levis time? Is it? I, I, I don't know. <laughs> Short leash from Malik Willis is what you're saying? Well, let's give this guy a full game to a full week to prepare and have like a legit start at the job. They're just going to pull him. I mean, if you went to go to the Levis, you give him two weeks to prepare for it, right? This bye week and then their next game you know, in two weeks from now. So it seems like Will yeah. Levis, or Malik Willis is going to get the first shot. Something tells me if you have Nick Chubb, on your FC Eliminator team, you are not participating in the best ball for charity anymore. It's probably not great. Probably not a great chance. Uh, can we get a, a Eliminator a, update here? Somebody? Yeah, we can just flush. Oh, it's already it's already it's, been determined. It's not even close. Uh. It's um. Unless Quentin Johnston scores seventeen <laughs> points in the last quarter, and has he even scored seventeen points this year? I couldn't tell you. And also Tony Pollard and J.K. Scott, who I guess is the punter, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Used to be the Packers. They score nothing. Then Kuski could make it out. But you know what? I think we can just head to the head to the bathroom, Larry. Oh, let's go, Kuski, huh? Old Kukski almost made it. Nope, he didn't almost make it. No, he has been bottom. He has been like hanging around the the, to- the toilet for weeks now. Share the screen, Larry. Oh, <laughs> excuse me. Oh, make it to the toilet, please. Make it to the toilet. <laughs> yeah, I didn't yeah, know the door was open. Kukski <laughs> has been struggling for weeks, and it's showing now. Dude, Nick Singer. 
He's a Nick singer. He had uh, he got the he got the Kyle Shanahan loss. How about that one? Yeah, couldn't get any points out of that. But he didn't have anybody that was going to give him points on the bench. Jaden oh, Reed was on bye. Roshan was out. Terrible. He's got Zach Evans and Quentin Johnston. Zach Evans didn't do anything. Quentin Johnston, and then he had uh, like I don't know why he drafted Hendon Hooker. <laughs> Never that had to have been an auto pick. Maybe so. Yeah. Yeah, he didn't get. He was cheaper than Levis. He was cheaper than Levis. Sorry, Nick. See you later. Oh, time for you to go. Oh boy, put down that seat, Kugski. That is that. We never have to hear from him again this season. He can wash his hands of the eliminator until next year, Kugski. Mm-hmm. You loser! Don't forget, you're a loser. You're a loser. Yeah. Sean and I'm staying alive. Another Sean middle of the back score this week, Larry. I'm I'm in there still. Wow. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Quarterbacks are terrible. Roshan Johnson. What what's yeah. he what what's he worth to you, Kyle? Roshan in a dynasty league. I would think a second at that. Not a first? 25 first? Roshan? Oh yeah, if, if I had Roshan, I would definitely sell him away for a twenty-five first. But no, if I, I would be sending a twenty-five first for Roshan. Yeah, I'm not uh, sending a first for him either. I don't like this offense enough to to be able to do that. I, I, I like him as a talent, as a player, but uh, I just don't think he's got enough upside in the offense. A first is, is too much. I don't know that Tyson. How do you pronounce Tyson Bagent? Is it Bagent? I, I I've been hearing that more. I thought it was Bagnet. Um, Bagnet. It's not that. So it's Bagent. Yeah, I think it's Bagent. Maybe he gives them a spark from the passing game because Justin Fields once again went out there before he got hurt and looked like trash. I turned down an offer for a 25 first for Roshan Johnson. Really? Is this a league you're trying to compete in and you want him to start this week? It's a league that my, this is the hogs league. This is, I made the the, the angry sports couple. Him was trying to trade uh, for Roshan. I'm a, I'm a, I'm like five, six and oh, five and oh, whatever, undefeated. And I can't afford to lose the body, honestly. And I, I don't want to part with Roshan. I'm light in the running back department as, as it goes. I have a great team. A month, and I just lost Justin Jefferson. Larry, you so. don't think you could use that 25 first to go buy a player if you need it? Can you add another like bench player to that first to get it like better running back or? Right. Yeah. Like you could, I don't think that the 25 first doesn't mean you're down a body. It just means that you have to be more active. Hmm, can I you, like. can you make him that offer back and, and get add a third as well? Get a first and a third. Oh, well, he sent the offer with the middle finger emoji. Cause it, I had just been like pushing, I've just been like turning him down, turning him down, turning him down. Then he sent me the first with the middle finger. Well, you could do that in, in a sleeper league. You could do that. <laughs> can you send him the peace sign back with yours? Uh, <laughs> good one, man. Let's a thumbs up. Let's see Ooh. the angry sports couple. The, both of them have the lines, separate, middle finger. Him they and have, her have their own teams. I was going to say they have separate teams in that one. Yeah. That is correct. He's been all over Roshan. He was yeah, he's been dancing around it the whole time. Then he finally, I went, I went back to him with the twenty-five first, and then he turned it down. Then he came back to me. And I was like, oh, I don't want to lose the body, but you're right. You think I could get a better body with a 25 first? This is making me want to go and trade him. Even if it's not this week, Larry, even for like for a playoff run, 
for the, the playoffs. Maybe yeah, at that, that point, more teams fall out of it. More teams are more willing to sell. Maybe there's more yeah, players available first. to buy with that first. You're right, dude. You sound like you've already had a good team. So even if you lose the body for a week, you're not necessarily like immediately yeah. in danger of missing. Although I just, I just lost Anthony Richardson. Jefferson. Now Richardson, lost, Jefferson. Yeah, A. Rich and Jefferson of my monster team. So maybe I should. You're right. Maybe this is not my year this year. What am I sending to uh, him? A first and a third. I just fired it off to the angry, <clears throat> to angry him. Nice. I suppose angry sports couple would be on brand to send you a middle finger in a trade off. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. it is definitely on brand. They're friends of the show. They're in the the listener league. They uh, join us for our drafts draft show, our um, NFL draft special every year. And, Maybe uh, they're awesome. a middle finger just because he's exhausted. And they owe us an appearance, so hopefully they'll be, get on here soon. What else do we want to talk about? Let's talk Ooh. about let's talk about some running backs. Just about some to highly see. performing running backs. Well, some aren't highly performing. It might be in your top five dynasty running backs. You think mm-hmm. you got anybody in your top five? Turn someone's head around like that dude in that meme. He's looking at that ass. <laughs> <laughs> Kyle's what I'm talking about. Yeah. He's looking at it right now. I'm looking at my rankings right now. Maybe, maybe I flip your head. I don't know. He's got his show smile. When my wife is watching a show she likes, I call it the show smile. She just has a smile on her face. This is Kyle looking at his rankings, man. He's got that smile. He's got those ra- that ranking smile. Good One stuff. name I really love to see, and it's like, yeah, I'm, I'll take a stand. I'm curious to hear the running backs in your rankings because it doesn't make sense to me. What the top five running backs have turned into? Really? Or maybe well, actually, should we just do top ten then? Oh man, that's going to be that gets a lot harder. You just said five. really. You were like really. Well, I just don't think that there's any like there's a couple names you could interchange in the top five, but I don't think it's that wild. I'll tell you who's not going go to be top in ten though. That's when it gets right. a little sketchy. Is there anyone not in your top five that might be puzzling for the? For the audience, Justin, all of our friends in the Netherlands that love us. I mean, oh. it seems like at times Jameer Gibbs and Devon Achain have been considered top five running backs. I don't have either in my top five. Oh, all right. Well, we after Bijan, I think we can all just it go took after- me a while. There was, I remember on, on the another site I'm with is going for two.com, and on the going for two.com consensus for a while, it was one, 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 one across the board on Bijan, and I would have him at two. I, I took oh. a stand for a while. Who did you have at one? You like to zag. It was JT, and then once the once the drama started, then it. Then it okay, so you held you held JT at one, even through draft season. Well, it's funny because pre-draft season, I actually had someone else who I still have in, in the top three right now, uh, which also would have been considered wild. But then once the draft happened, it, that really took a lot of steam out of that play. That was Kenny Walker, wasn't it? It is Kenny Walker. I could pick up on that from the. Uh, yeah, they, the they took season. out the steam. Uh, yeah, at the draft. Yeah, for sure. Ooh, and we'll talk about Kenny Walker soon. But yeah, I've got Bijan. Yeah, more to talk about. So, yeah. so Bijan number uh, one. Who are we sitting? He looked number? like he was doing. He was great, but he hasn't had like the, the super monster RB one week in week out performances. Bijan. Yeah. yeah, like in half PPR, his highest ranking is RB eight. Uh, week three. Well, he's hogtied in the offense by his was, quarterback. Sorry. There's three things going on. It's the quarterback, the play calling, and Algier is still a big part of that offense. The mustache drives me nuts on the head coach. Come on, man. I can't look at this guy. 
He like he looks like every time Ritter throws an interception, they go right to his face, mm-hmm. and he looks like. What's worse, see the interception or the mustache? <laughs> he looks right. like they can make a like a blow up, like a like an inflatable Christmas decoration for your front lawn out of that guy. You know, I don't know. It's, it's really annoying watching it's Arthur Claus. Uh, when what's the so what's his name? Arthur Smith. Yeah. And the, the the owner is Arthur, Arthur Blank. Blank. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they both have weird looks about him. That dude looks looks like a snake oil salesman. Uh, Blank, right? He's like he. I, 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 feel, I feel like he's gonna open up his his, his jacket I'll and be like, right hey, now, God, any God. <laughs> Arthur Blank is like the coolest owner, though. Like he's, he's like, I love like a ringmaster. He's dancing sometimes. Yeah. Yeah, he's just he's just there having fun. He really doesn't meddle with the uh, NFL side of things. Like he just runs the, you know, hey, there you go, do your thing. He, he looks like he, he, like, he's not tight with money. Like, yeah, spend whatever you need. Like, we'll, he is we'll not you tight with money either. Yep. Yeah, like he so. wants to win championships, and he unfortunately, dude's got enough money. He'll be all right. Yeah. He's oh yeah, for sure. But his trophy, his trophy case remains like his name. So yeah. Bijan's like, consensus number one. Yes. Is there has to be a consensus number two? Does there? Well, yes, there has to be. I've got Brees at number two. Oh yeah, baby. So I don't know that that's going to be a consensus. Well, Larry, I, 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 I imagine that's a lot of people's number two, especially after he's come back in the uh, ACL recovery. I mean, I, mine is McCaffrey. Now, if this injury lingers and serious, that might uh, put that in doubt. Uh, just uh, yeah. how he started the season is still clearly RB one in production and points. And I felt outside of Bijan, no one else to me was secure. There was risk with everyone else to the point where, like, once I Lowered Walker because of the you know, them drafting Charbonnet yeah. and JT with the offseason drama and then Brees Hall with the ACL. It's yeah, just narrows down to it's McCaffrey at two for me. So again, if, if the injury is significant, I'm, it could bump. It's tough, to, I, it's tough to lower him out of the top five entirely, but maybe he would be at five for me. Yeah. Okay. I have Brees as my number two. Justin, if we're going, if we're going, what are we doing? Uh, this would be yeah, you know, this would be clockwise. Right? Give us your number three, Larry. My number three. Is Jonathan Taylor mm-hmm. coming back from the injury? Whatever, man. He's the 101, 24 years old. I'm just slotting him in there because it just looks like it belongs. Bijan, Brees, JT. Uh, they're going to lean on him now with uh, Minshew behind center. And he's got another couple of years of productivity. He just signed that fresh deal. So hopefully he doesn't take the uh, rest of his career off because of that nice uh, deal he just signed. Hopefully, Zach Moss isn't in his way the rest of his career. Yeah, right. right. I don't think – I mean, Zach Moss is a great story, but come on, let's face it. He's always been Zach Moss. All of a sudden, Zach Moss is Jonathan Taylor. He didn't have an identity change or anything. Yeah, I think Zach Moss is going – He's himself. He's going to turn into a, back into a pumpkin, and or they should just – like they should really just put him back on the shelf and bring him out when they need him. Or they needed know. last year at the end of the season. He was very, very good That's last right. year. Yeah, he now was he's doing very well this year. So they may feel like sort of like the Falcons with Algier, like we can run him, save, save JT, etc. Um, it I'm assuming JT is in your top five. Uh Kyle. No, I've got him at six, actually. I oh, did yeah, not have baby. him in my top, I didn't have him in my top five either. I thought oh, that was yeah. gonna be kind of shocking, but I don't. There's three oh, younger, think. three younger guys who are just producing even better than him right now. So it's oh. hard to have me have for me to have Taylor ahead of any of the three of them. So yeah. yeah. Well, who? So who do you who do you have at three then? 
Well, I've got Ken Walker at three, actually. Good. Uh, he was, again, uh, for probably from the months of January until the end of April, he was my RB1 in Dynasty. So. Well, that would probably give you permission to, to call him Ken Walker then, clearly. <laughs> right? Uh, <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I always get confused. I say one or the other. I, I say Kenny. I call him Kenny Walker. It's just I easy. It's just... I don't, I can't go wrong with that one. Like Kenny you know, Walker, it's like one. It's like one word. Kenny did I, Walker. Did I, keep, did I keep saying Kenneth? You said Ken. Ken Walker. Oh, okay, Ken Walker. Yeah, I, that was the first time I had heard Ken Walker. That's an interesting. Oh, okay. It sounds very adult in that one. Like Ken Walker. Ken, Ken Walker. I, I mean, have you ever heard Ken Walker, Justin? I've heard. I actually have heard. You've heard Ken, Ken Walker. Walker, but I think I, think I've, I, think I feel Ken like I've seen, seen him on some sites as Ken Walker. Yeah, I think so too. A lot of places still have him as Kenneth, but. I think Ken, Kenny is gaining steam, though. That, uh, Kenny, not, how are you not Kenny Walker? Well, I mean, there used to be a basketball player play for the Knicks, Kenny Walker. I mean, the one syllable, Ken. Like, I, I kind of like that. I'm, yeah. I talk a lot, but I, but because I talk a lot, I want to get as many words out as possible. So one syllable. Kenny Walker so. won the uh, won the slam dunk competition one year, I believe. Well, he's been a slam dunk near the red zone, just tons of touchdowns. <laughs> yeah. and, and, like, this whole idea that Charbonnet was going to come in and uh, – yeah, take, uh, yeah, touches away from him is untrue. So I thought I thought Walker was better than Charbonnet. Like I know some people came out and like their take was Charbonnet was the better running back. I, um, so one of the things I've done with full press coverage is I've done uh, running back scouting uh, specifically, uh, and uh, usually I'll grade up to like anywhere from twenty five to thirty running backs every year. And for the current like process I've had, I started that in the twenty twenty draft. So we're now four draft classes in and through those four classes. And there's been a lot of talented running backs. Walker's the guy I have the highest grade on that includes Bijan, includes JT Swift, Najee Harris, Dion Jackson was up there. (laughs) Um, Yeah. uh, But yeah, I think uh, Ken Walker, Bijan and Keontae Ingram are the highest. uh, Wow. It was a little high on Keontae Ingram, I think, but, but I'll say like, I've, I've just always believed in the the town of Ken Walker. And uh, so much so that this, uh, I think it was probably, February, maybe March, I traded in a single quarterback league. It's my only single quarterback dynasty league. But I traded a second and Brees Hall to get Ken Walker. Holy moly. Uh, and then after the draft happened, that looked like that was going to be a big mistake. And then the season has started. And so far it's swung back to, I think that's the right call, but Brees Hall has been productive enough. And he is my RB4, by the way. I got ETN in my three spot. He's been really good this year. Uh... Tank Bigsby has not. Has not really cut into his at all. Same it's like Charbonnet with Walker. Charbonnet hasn't yeah. cut Very into similar. their. Yep. Yes. The veterans are holding their holding their own and and keeping the rookies at bay. Uh, yeah, so I've got Etn at three, and then I have Walker at four. So, Larry, who's your four? Since we Etienne already is number four. Okay. I love I love him, man. I have him in a couple of places, and it's fun to watch him fucking tear it up. I watched the London game. Three, four, five. He's my RB five. So yeah, I love ET man tearing it up, and um, so yeah, he's my four. Okay, so who's my five? Yeah, who's your five? Since I'm sticking, I'm sticking with the process, and I'm going with Jameer Gibbs. I've Mm -hmm. had a man crush on him. I think they're going to get him uh, the touches that he is going to require to be significant in the fantasy space. Uh, once he gets his legs under him, yeah, he's nowhere near the top five for me. Not even, not even in consideration. I like that he's 21 years old. That's important to me. I'm an ageist. Yes, you are. Another piece of it. 
Really? So he's going to be a PPR guy. Uh, some of these younger guys, they drafted Montgomery to take the early load off and, you know, maybe they'll, maybe he'll be able to unleash some of his, um, qualifications on the league as long as david montgomery is killing it like he has i don't mm-hmm. think that i don't think there's any chance that gibbs takes that backfield over he may never get that opportunity as long as montgomery uh, see i disagree with that man come on you can't i cannot that. foresee any any they're five they're five and one they're tied for the record tied for the best record in the nfl their their david montgomery running back is killing it week to week why would they change that it makes no sense. You've got the bruiser, the big guy that can run up the middle. Why would you try to hand it to your 195-pound, you know? Dude, first of all, Montgomery, like, has busted ribs right now. And it seems like he's always gets injured every year, which is probably why he can't stick around on one team. Wait, hold so on. Gibbs well, is coming back. He's on his second team, Larry. It's not like he's sticking around. He played out his rookie contract. And second of all – Well, why didn't they resign him? Uh, that's a great question. Because they wanted to spend money on DJ Moore and all the, the pieces on defense that aren't helping the defense. <laughs> but to that credit, I mean, if, if Jamal Williams did so well last year, why did the Lions pay David Montgomery more and yeah. longer term than what Williams got? We were... discussed the uh, games played, though. He's only missed four games in his career entering Who, this year. One, yes. So he's, he's missed He missed five games in five years so yeah, far. They were important. Yeah. Fantasy playoff games, though that doesn't. I most of it was last year in the year. Like, was if like, you if you weigh if you weigh too much into when the games were missed, then then that's just bias. Well, here's because the that, deal. That, well, that's really irrelevant for the history of a player. Is oh, he missed week sixteen one year or whatever. Well, yeah. hey man, I, I will hate a player for life if he screws me <laughs> in a serious fucking spot. I will just you know banish him. But Montgomery has a rib cartilage injury, so who the hell knows? He's, and they and they no one has said he's going to miss a week. Everyone's using like broad terms, like some. Well, that's because they had a little bit that sort of stuff. Yeah, well, that's because ribs and stuff like that. If they're not broken, you just give him a shot, and he goes out there and plays. I, I guess know. the one thing is that Gibbs himself is dealing with an injury, right? If, if yeah, you, the, well, the hamstring. Like I mean, he's already missed a, what he's missed two weeks now with the right. hamstring injury. Like if if that. That could They're continue killing. longer than the Montgomery injury, to be fair. Like it, Gibbs is killing teams. And even, if, the, even if he comes back, like he might not be 100%. In the redraft uh, charity league space, Gibbs is killing everybody. Yeah, he was Everyone going consistently ahead of Montgomery in redrafts, and I, I was telling people not to, and yet I still, uh, you know what, let me get a Gibbs share here and there. I didn't have any of them in Dynasty League, so I took a couple of redraft shots, and yeah, it was – Bad decision. Shouldn't shouldn't have done it. Knew not to. Speaking of, speaking of Detroit Lions, uh, Justin's uh, brother from another mother, Jamison Williams, had a touchdown this week. He I did. Say Jared Goff. <laughs> no, Jared Goff is actually good. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Jamison Williams. Tell me how many targets he had, Larry. Don't look. Look up. Look at the screen. How many targets? He had? What do you have? One. Three. Three. <laughs> I was going to say four, so I even overestimated. He caught two out of three for 53 and a touchdown. I, I looked it up earlier. I had a lot of driving to do. And I it's had a very James and Williams stat line. Listen, I think the jury's still out. This brand-new guy coming back, He's if he's finally healthy, they need him. Lions need him, and they are a high-powered offense these days. Fuck yeah, baby. 
if you have him, this might be a good week to play him. Like now he's gotten his feet wet. We've seen him get the long touchdown. Like this, especially with the injuries to the running back, like this might be a good shot to where the Lions just air it out a ton, even if they're leading in this game, they don't have the personnel to run. Oh, just an update. Uh, Lions head coach Dan Campbell said uh, David Montgomery will be out for a little bit. So he might be missing him for a couple weeks. Oh, yeah, baby. And and guess who's coming back? Guess who's back in the motherfucking house? Jamar Jefferson? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he's out oh, here. Jameer Gibserson. Is he going to be back this week? So getting back to Kenny Walker. <laughs> little reverse right back into Right that. back. You wanted to talk about what Kenny Walker is worth. Yeah, let's do a market. Kenny Walker value check. The Kenny Walker value check. Unless you're Kyle Senra. And then it's the Ken Walker value check. <laughs> so what do you think of this one right out of the gate? Well, let me tell you why I wanted to talk about it first okay. before we get into this. All right, so I have a team that is, let's just say it's not great. Made the playoffs last year. I don't know what the hell's going on this year. Like, I, I really cannot figure out why my team is so bad. So I want to sell Kenny Walker. So I started spamming the contenders. And what I was doing, my initial offer was two firsts for Kenny Walker in a second. And the first rejection... One first seems light, to your credit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One first seems light. So I thought, okay, I'll add a second. It's a 2025 second. But most of the time, I'm asking for a 2025 first. So it kind of offset a little bit. The first rejection I get was, I wouldn't even give a single first. And that just blew my mind. Like, Kenny Walker isn't worth a single first now? This seems stupid. Like, well, I mean, and that could be that specific manager. Just I don't buy running backs. Like I, I don't spend firsts on running backs either. Like it's not even that they're not worth a first, but like I choose to invest my firsts. If it's, I, yeah, I imagine it's a super flex league. Like I want to save it for if I need a quarterback. Like that's where I'm going to spend my first. What's or, wild is I only first... use it on elite receivers. Yeah. Like they're that, that some people just have that mentality. Like yeah, you know, even Bijan. Like they're he six and one. He's in first place, and he's like, I don't want to get that first. Is going to be. A bottom three first, probably. Add Kenny Walker to the mix, and it definitely helps. Kenny yeah, for Walker, sure. It doesn't like, make sense if they're just going to hold the first until next year. But like, if they're, it could make sense if they're again if they're planning to use that first. Otherwise, they're just waiting the for the opportunity to go buy a specific quarterback or, or again, they they I only want to spend it on receivers that dude long term value. There are some juicy fucking trades in here. Do you, would you guys like to discuss them, or yeah, you know, what's going on here? Is you guys, you guys having a penis? Well, you well, are just, well, just quickly to Justin. Like, is have you had any other rejections or any other messages? <laughs> um, I just had a rejection literally a couple minutes ago, but there was no note, and it was just a twenty. I did the same thing, yeah. Kenny Walker and my twenty twenty five second for their first this year, first next year. Like, it's a five and two team. I think it was so. They're yeah, right. That makes sense. They're expecting the picks to be late. Yeah, no, seems fair. I guess so we'll find out what, what his values are in the trade finder. These, yeah, right, exactly. These, the, he, this guy was six and one as well in second place. So the first, the top two teams both rejected with late, assuming late first. Cooper Cup or Kenny Walker? Give me Kenny Walker. He's producing kind of like Cup is. It's a lot of touchdown base, but it's he's. They're clearly using him in the opportunities to get touchdowns, goal line chances, and just running him in the red zone. So it's not like super flute. Like, like we don't think McCaffrey's a flute that he's going to touch down like 16 straight games because right. they use him that way. So yeah, I'll, he's also getting usage. He's had yeah. 17 or more carries in the last four games. Usage. And, and he, oh, yeah. he gets, he, he's not a zero in the passing game. Like he's getting targets. Right. So yeah, year two of a rookie contract. Like these are the, 
ages you want to buy running backs at. This is a juicy one. Kenny Walker, AJ Brown, or Justin Jefferson, a 24 first and a 25 second. See. Kenny Walker, AJ Brown, or Justin Jefferson, 24 first, 25 second. The first would have to be pretty early for me to take that. Start 10. Start 10. Like the idea of right now, like Jefferson, I don't think he's that much more valuable than AJ Brown right now. Like AJ Brown, you're getting points, you're getting production. He's still a young receiver. So that yeah. almost washes out. You get the two first for Walker, like, or just the first and the second for Walker. It's not even two first. So unless that first looks like it's, I have a chance at a quarterback, like it looks like a top three pick. You throw Marvin Harrison, maybe, but like it's, a, if it's anything one or five or later, I, I'd rather AJ Brown than Ken Walker. Yeah, that's a tough one for me because I do have a love, a special love for Justin Jefferson. Um, but AJ Brown has been great this season, like God. legit. I mean, amazing. I don't know. I think I'm, 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 I'm getting a Kenny Walker in the 21st with the 24 first, and Justin Jefferson over AJ Brown, 22, 25 second is just a little. That's a that's a nice little sweetener. That's gonna that'll cash in. In a couple of years. Yeah. If I'm if I'm contending, it'd be hard to move AJ Brown and Kenny Walker. If I'm not contending, that's an easy take for I always assume I'm gonna win though. Um right. If if Jefferson wasn't hurt, I I would have taken that side for sure. But that's also this trade's probably not happening if Jefferson's not hurt. There's I mean, there's there are there is a chance Justin Jefferson doesn't play again this season. Uh, it's an extreme chance. That's like the 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 floor of of his uh what this season could be like for him. But it could be. Yeah, it could I don't be mind the pivot off AJ so. Brown for that, to be honest. Yeah. Right. There's nothing it wrong with like that. Seems like a pretty yeah. fair trade. You want those AJ Brown points, or do you want the the, the Justin Jefferson long term? Um, you know, shrine <laughs> in your yeah, because he's gonna be he's still gonna be the wide receiver one. No matter what happens, he's gonna be the wide receiver one. Two at most, right? Like we've seen him fluctuate between him and Chase over the last couple of years. I think right now Chase would be viewed as the wide receiver one in Dynasty, but as soon as Jefferson's back and healthy, yeah, he's right. got just there as much go. chance yeah. to be as Chase does. Masters, Copper Dynasty League, Ghost of 36, 12 teams, start nine. He's got a defense, but looks like it's a one QB. Anyway, whatever. Here it is. Ready? The Heartbreak Kid trades Chris Olave to the Stone Lick Hills Mafia. For Kenny Walker, Chris Olave or Kenny Walker, who do you got? This I'm gonna like, sign. Go ahead. This might Go be ahead. the trade that gets me away from the Ken Walker side. Uh-huh. <laughs> just, not, it's not even about the point. I think at that point, just how how Olave is viewed in the community and what you can right. get for him. Yeah, I'm going with uh, Olave just because I I tend to favor the wide receiver over the running back <laughs> in Dynasty, and if they're going to be similar production wise, then that's an easy choice for me. Brock Purdy or Baker Mayfield and Kenny Walker. 12 Walker teams start nine. Walker. Walker, Walker, and Mayfield. Walker and Mayfield over Brock Purdy. See, here's the thing. I'm starting to think Brock Purdy is an okay fantasy quarterback. Solid, consistent. You'll get one or two touchdowns at him every week. He's not your like he's a he's like a perfect QB2 for your team. So I like Brock Purdy over Mayfield and Kenny Walker in a super flex. No brainer for me. And if your thoughts, which is why these, I think these, some of these trades do make sense and have happened. Yeah. 
Mm. I'm thinking that Purdy's my QB three if I have him because I somehow managed to swing him on a team last year where I always have quarterbacks. Kyle knows HQ and chill. Like the first thing I did was just start moving Aaron Rodgers and firsts and stuff to get quarterbacks because I can't I can't deal with the stress like. The OG League, Larry, where I have Josh yeah. Allen and Kyler Murray and Desmond Ritter and Tyrod Taylor, that stresses me out. I hate it. It's my work <laughs> only because it's it's that shit where I'm dealing with Kyler on IR. I'm like, man. You, usually we do the value check, and it's like you get like you get like maybe two or three decent trades to talk about. Every single one of these Kenny Walker trades is amazing. Like it's well, give us another one that's centered. Stay like I wonder if this is centered around Walker. Sorry, Jess, but just to that, like this seems like the time where Ken Walker would be moved, right? There was you know potential movement before the draft, but then after the draft, suddenly his value dropped and like maybe people were left holding the bag. And now, like there's if there's someone who isn't convicted in him, like they feel like man, he's just producing now. Like if he gets hurt, I lose any value he's gained up. So let's let's just Sell on the value now. Get out now. Uh, Let's keep bank something I'd love more to than what was available like yeah. a few months ago. Let's keep this one in the Northwest. DK Metcalf or Kenny Walker? Kind of like Olave. Because I think DK Olave are kind of in the same tier for me, which uh, okay. I know in the – like if you look at rankings, like consensus rankings, KTC, whatever, like Olave is probably going to be a sizable enough ahead of DK. But a I, tier I probably them, up, yeah. I probably do view them in the same tier. That's fair. Um, yeah, I probably want DK as well, but I could see the move. There's one with a lot of players, and there's one <laughs> with a lot of picks. Which one do you want? Well, I want the one that's – let's keep it Kenny Walker-centric. Okay, Kenny Walker, 224 seconds, a 25 first, and Rashid Shahid. <laughs> Wait, what is the question? You didn't separate all those assets. Oh, shit. Kenny Walker or – Oh. All the picks are on All that. Side. Kenny uh, for, Walker or a 25 first, two 24 seconds, and Rashid Shahid. Or, or Kenny it's not Walker. your two first, Justin, but it's a it's first. Not. If I'm selling, that's an acceptable offer. There you go. Rashid Shahid. Yeah, his game log is, is uh, first week one, 27. Week two, 15, 3, 12. Week four, 11 points. Week five, seven. Week six, 22. Mm-hmm. Like, I know one of those was like against the Packers. Oh, punt return touchdown. Punt return touchdown. Zero yeah. catches. That was his only game with zero catches. But, but he's got touchdown. <laughs> so I can't believe we're talking about Rashid Shahid, but he's got 27 targets on the season. Probably like what John Dotson's gotten on the season. <laughs> yeah. I tell you what. Someone came after me for Zach Ertz the other day, and they were just sending shit. So I decided to shit, send shit back. I sent Ertz <laughs> Dotson in a 1.75. Like, you know, whatever. What, what what were they saying that was considered shit? Because I just I like Zachary. I like third and a, a third and a fourth or something like that. <laughs> it's like Tucker Craft a third and a fourth. That's what uh, the I, I like, bought Zacherts for a third and a fourth. I sent a third and a fourth. It got accepted. Yeah. I was uh, the league. It's it's not a tight end premium, so it is just a, a wow. standard PPR league. Um, and like my tight end room was absolute shit. Like I was really relying on Juwan Johnson through the year, and with him being out, I was going to have to start like Durham Smythe or CJ Uzoma. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I decided, you know, enough of this crap. I'm just going to go try and I try, I sent thirds out for John U. Smith, Hunter Henry, Logan Thomas. Uh, and then I decided, okay, I'll, I'll up it up to third and a fourth, a couple of those guys. And yeah, Zach Ertz manager accepted it. So they didn't yeah. think that was too much. I, I could see that in a non-premium. I, this is a 1.75. Yeah. It's like, this got to be something more than a third and a fourth. 
especially a contender's third and a fourth. Like we're talking late ass picks. You got to come a little stronger than that. Well, Zach Ertz, he had the first, he had the two big games out of the gate in the season. Eight, he had ten targets week one, eight targets week two, and then he's then he, then, it's, then he got everyone's hopes up, and boom, he took a dump. Thing Cowboys. The third and the fourth. Uh, I mean, I still smoked my opponent, but he scored me four twenty four point two zero. Oh, but I'm pumped. Which I'm looking at. CJ Uzoma scored zero, and so did so did Durham Smythe. Yeah, all the all the tight ends on my bench all scored zero points. So it would have been Derm Smythe. What's this? Luke a deep in, huh? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. No, this is actually like our rosters are like thirty-five man deep. Like it's yeah. It's kind of it's it's a little too excessive for like just a pretty conventional like twelve uh, twelve team start ten PPR league thirty-five you bench spots. Start ten with how many benches? Like thirty-five or thirty. Oh my, See, my my standard it, rule is like it's thirty-five in the off season, and we go to we reduce to thirty in, in season. But yeah, it, it does seem a little. My my standard rule is like two and a half ish times the starting. Yeah, I've if heard Scott got, Connor say that. Yeah, ten. That's twenty five. You got eleven. That's like twenty seven, twenty eight on the roster, something like that. It just makes sense to me. Uh, yeah. I've got a salary cap contract league, which is it's ten teams start twelve, uh, thirty man rosters in the off season, but it, we reduce to twenty six in season. So that's that's Good. a little start bit just 12. that's just over I, two. That's nice. Yeah. I wouldn't want anything more than that. Or like less than that, like a, like like you know twenty four and making it a true just purely like double that that's that's yeah. where it's getting kind of thin. But twenty six isn't so bad. Makes you make tough decisions and keeps uh, the waiver wire interesting, especially with ten teams. So that's probably the range is where you want to go at. Well, Sipes update real fast. Oh yeah, you want to do a Sipes update? I didn't. I have not looked at all. So that's a good one. <laughs> oh gosh, yeah. So uh, Michael Sipes, aka FF Blitz, host of the Dynasty <laughs> Trades HQ. Oh man, Larry, Larry, you're gonna have to eat crow on this again. I advised him to sell his team. Okay, time out. All right, Sinra. At the time, Sipes was four and zero and in second place in the league, and he said you should break down this team and <laughs> rebuild it. You should, sell, you should sell it. Oh yeah, I know. I I've, I listened to both the HQ episode and your hot sauce episode oh, afterwards yeah, I, I know all the details. <laughs> you gotta, so you're with I, us the whole night yeah basically yeah uh i especially knowing sipes like it's so, like he's he's exactly. always so all in it just seems like I, i'm with justin it seems like it's too good a team to, that you're you're gonna blow it up uh, well let's I see he is, okay well you may disagree but larry what how did he do this week I mean, Jared Goff's his QB, right? Like, I think that was the, the kind of the crux is he doesn't have the young oh, QB, got, right? Uh, Derek Carr and Brock Purdy. It's funny how I confused Goff and, and Carr. But the guy they have really nothing similar this year. The guy in first place has outscored him by 250 points. It's more than that now after this week. But still. Because yeah. uh, Alex put up another massive week with 216. So, so Kyle, this, this is the 16-teamer HQ1. So half three quarters of the league are just crap. It's like it's like college football. Like the the the, the ranked teams just steamroll over the shit teams, and that's how this league is. So you could you could just steamroll some lightweights and and be five and zero. Oh. We have a guy in our league that's in the driver's seat. So Blitz has always been like clawing. He's always been. He's never. We've gone through this. Yeah, yeah. We've gone through this. My, 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 my feelings are: he's got some nice pieces that he can sell right now and build a team organically, and have a monster team 
for years to come instead of just you know clawing and scraping and just getting by and he doesn't even have 11 starters on his that's my biggest argument have a have the required amount of starters and then maybe we can talk about you being a contender well you're saying he should go buy a player then (laughs) he doesn't have any picks he's gonna buy a player okay yeah but no but i mean and to your point larry like you can sell a player for picks and still do it with the contending mindset in that you and you use those picks to go buy other specific players that you wouldn't like someone selling I have, I have a, a, a rebuilder selling those players doesn't want other players back they want picks right uh, so uh, a couple a few years ago i was in the dynasty war zone listener league their, their very first one i'm still in it it was it was great it's a great league uh at one point and it was on sleeper and this was before sleeper was big so i didn't really pay attention much to the league because this is back when you only had like one sleeper league and everything was on mfl so back then i check in one day and i'm like who the hell traded all these money guys to jerry sinclair who's the host of who's the co-host of the, the Warzone pod he's got this ridiculous monster team and i'm just like there's no way i can compete with that i'm gonna just close up shop and i'll see you in two not one but two years now I'm the bully on the street. I sold it. I'm just picking up picks. Boom. Now I'm I'm the t- now I'm undefeated in this league, and I'm I have I have all my picks for next year or whatever. I just I built my team up. I broke it down when I had the pieces to sell. You didn't have the pieces to compete though. That was the difference. Well, back then I didn't have the pieces to compete with an one of those like all-star teams you know you know you're in a league you're in a league or two where one dude all of a sudden has this fucking sick team you're like what what and those are that 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 causes you to question okay what do i need to do here am i just gonna you know get lucky in the playoffs or do i want to really build a powerhouse i have these i have these assets that are worth something let me let me maximize i'll tell you what though to your point, Alex did get richer this week because he made a trade, Larry. Did you see that? It was trade? a good one. Yeah, it was a, I was jealous of it. Uh, he traded JSN, Jake Ferguson, and a fourth rounder, which is his fourth. He is undefeated in this league. It's going to be basically a fifth rounder, almost a sixth rounder. He traded so JSN, Jake Ferguson, and whatever for Travis Kelsey. He added Travis Kelsey to that roster. For who? I thought you were talking about the Adam Thielen trade he made. Oh, yeah. He got he got Adam Thielen for a 2025 second. Right. So which is like the 30th. It'll be the 30th, 35th pick or 30th yeah. pick. You know? So speaking of trades, we made some trades. Let's talk about some trades. It's time Let's to talk it, trades. Okay. Trade alert. Let's do it. Oh, by the way, we didn't update. Sipes won this week. He'll stay undefeated. He's 6-0. and I guess the last thing I'll say about that is I do agree with Larry that, like, you you know, you there's probably pieces Sipes can move. But I also, like, agree with Justin. Like, I wouldn't blow it up. But, like, can you take – okay, so, like, Larry, you're saying, you know, starter number 11 for him isn't so great. Does he maybe try and sell starter number 10 and 9 and hope – okay, the core eight pieces are still intact, but you can sell two of the guys that are viewed as valuable – and whatever excess you have can try and backfill your way into getting. Let's talk about some trades. Something yeah. actually interesting. Totally. I traded a second and a third for Sir Dallas Goddard in a 1.5. That's the OG league, Larry. Yep. So 
Oh, that was that, an easy that seems move. fair for a starting tight end. Yeah, I thought it was an easy move. I, I'm three and two. I'm actually going to fall to three and three this week. I I lost to one of the worst teams in the league. Just really shocking. I just had an awful week. But uh, yeah, it's not shocking to me that you lost to one of the worst teams in the league. That's fine. <laughs> I beat you already. <laughs> It's like the rock, paper, scissors. It's always balanced. <laughs> Justin beats Larry. Larry. I don't think that's shocking to anyone. Beats Justin. I already beat you once, Larry. I, and I, we'll you, and I, time. you, bitch. Listen, <laughs> Justin looks in a mirror and is, and, you know, he sits in a, with a mirror and he goes, mirror, mirror on the wall. <laughs> Who's the fairest of them all? Whose team beat Larry in week one? <laughs> <laughs> and who yours did Justin? Your team beat Larry. <laughs> Kyle, yeah. come on, man! No, you you don't you don't do that in the mirror in your place. Nope. I uh, basically <laughs> I use the mirror to make sure my facial hair looks good. That's basically right. Don't That's an impressive beard. Is it a lot? Is that is that a big? I grew uh, it myself. Hair? Congratulations, Kyle. That's very good. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. That's not like a like a press on. It's not a fake no, those one. Those are the ones ah, you wear, Larry. This whole time. <laughs> Larry can wear like that, but it's on his back. <laughs> I want to know how many. I, I have two questions. This is a two part question. How many t shirts do you have with a maple leaf on it? Number one. Probably three. Nice. I know there's a Raptor shirt it's I have like that has ask, like a it's like when you ask somebody what their body count is and they say three. So yeah, like, no, so, yeah. yeah times yeah. about three. So he has it's a about lot fourteen. Of about fourteen. <laughs> this is a CNBBCL shirt. Nice. Which of what course I think mean? everyone knows what that stands for. So I don't. I was waiting for the it. explanation. Yeah, for the acronym. Canadian League. National Best Ball Champions League. Whoa! So they don't—they haven't done this for a couple of years now, but uh, there was a point where they were getting like you know, six t- versions of like twelve team leagues together in like one giant best ball league. I remember one year we like the theme was original six teams, so there was six divisions, one for each hockey team, and twelve teams in each division, and just a uh, you know massive best ball tournament. Uh, how about featuring Canadians? So uh, how about an original logo? Really? Hey, let's go. With, hey, I got this great logo idea. How about that we go with the maple, maple leaf? leaf. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what the hell is that, man? We love hey. maple leaves here. We love maple syrup and All stuff. Right. That's awesome. My follow-up question is: How many jerseys do you own? Football jerseys, if any. Well, oh, he's thinking yes, three. three. <laughs> Again. I have, I have more hockey jerseys than, than football jerseys. I think it's of just course. Well, you live in Canada. No, 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 no question about that. Hey, which jerseys are they? Let's hear about them. What do you got? So uh, my vintage? two favorite teams. One is a Packers jersey. Um, my wife and I, one of the years before we married, we were still dating. We each bought ourselves like custom jerseys. So like our name on the back. I bought her a Montreal Canadiens uh, hockey jersey, and she bought me a Packers jersey. Ah. So it says center on the back? Yeah, number 14 what? center instead of number 14 Don Hudson, which it, it should be. <laughs> oh. Uh, then I've got a Hamilton Ticats jersey, uh, Simone Lawrence, who's one of my favorite players, if not my favorite player ever. He's an outside linebacker for the Ticats. He's been with the team since like 2012. And wow. He's the We're all-time Canadian shit here, huh? <laughs> he's, he's the all-time yeah, leader in tackles. 
He is the single season CFL record holder for tackles in the game. He had a game, and I remember watching this against, I believe it was Winnipeg. He had 17 tackles. Damn. And he is one of only five players in CFL history to have 700 career tackles, 25 sacks, and 25 takeaways. Do you have any, like, you got to have some, like, Doug Flutie collector's uh, card, right? <laughs> My uncle was a big Doug Flutie fan because he's a Bills <laughs> fan, too. But, uh, yeah, no, Doug Flutie's awesome. I have a, it's funny, speaking of Bills, the other jersey I have is uh, something I want. It's a signed Gabe Davis jersey. Oh, well, that's oh. not much, so. That's good. That's good to wear twice a year. Did the Sharpie <laughs> slip out of his hand while he was trying to sign it? <laughs> <laughs> well, his name's on it, so he successfully signed it. So, wow, man, we just slipped that joke in. <laughs> yeah. So, oh, can so the so who's your favorite Canadian football team? The Hamilton Tiger Cats. Yes. Oh, the Hamilton Tiger Cats. Yep. Currently, who's the team with the longest Justin championship trout in the league. They haven't won a, the Great who's, Cup since uh, 1999. What's your favorite Canadian football team? Do I have to have a favorite Canadian football team? You can't think of one? I mean, what is it, the Argonauts? Dang it, know. that was going to be mine. <laughs> <laughs> and is, is it just because Chad Kelly plays for them? Yeah, Chad Kelly. I never gave you guys this trade I wanted to talk about. Just real quick. Sure. Only because it is a trade that took place three days ago. In the HQ Renegades League. This this trade's got Justin Rogers written all over it. And it's up in his deer stand. Kyron Williams, Justin Fields, or Kyler Murray and a 25 first. Oh, so easy. So easy. What do you got, Kyle? Don't let just don't say nothing, Justin. I don't even have to answer this. I'm not answering that Come question. Come on, Kyle. Oh, he knows the answer anyway. Kyle knows. I think it's on. Murray in the first, as much as I love Justin Fields. I took it. I'm the rebuilder. I'm the. I'm not not the re. This was a startup, and uh, it was a two point tight end. And I just went fucking. I like the way my team. I like the direction my team is headed right now. I took the heavy tight end approach and a two point tight end, and I got. Oh, we got Kyron Williams super cheap, and now you flipped him in to help you get a first. I flipped him into a first, really. Yep. Uh, In a league where I'm trying to just like tank it in. I've got Purdy as my QB one, so that's that tells you how bad this team is. I'm, I'm really hoping for Caleb Williams or Drake May, and I think right now I am. I entered the week as the second last place team. I might actually fall back into last place. Um, I sold Zach Moss and a third to get Josh Palmer and a fourth, and I tried to sell Moss individually to people. It seemed like all I was going to be able to do was yeah. try, convert him to a wide receiver, so I had to give up a, yep. a third to a fourth for it. It's a league where I've already got three firsts, no seconds, and now no thirds. But you know, the fact that it's three firsts is where the you know, not having seconds and thirds, I can live with that. Now I just got to at least one of those firsts is going to be a quarterback, though. Oh, that's a gamble, baby. Is it, I hope yeah. the team that you got that pick from sucks. Right, Justin? Yeah, one of those picks I gave up Kirk Cousins yep. straight up for a first, and uh, another one was Jonathan Taylor straight up for a first. So, dude, we we, we got to have we got to have Kyle on again because we're just getting started, and I gotta go. I gotta go to bed. It's eleven thirty. <laughs> yeah. yeah, same here. But anyway, but, thanks thanks a lot, guys. Really appreciate. No, it. No, 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 We gotta get. Uh, we, we got. We we said we we'd get the whole spiel <laughs> at the end of the show. <clears throat> All right, this guy. You're always on. You're always on. On. You're always fucking. 
pumping it out the content. So much really it's just two sources, full press coverage and going for two. Uh, full press coverage. I've got two podcasts, the full press fantasy pod, full press Packers pod, the fantasy pod comes out once a week. I guess I also do live streams on Sunday mornings as well. Starts so there's so many people that do live stream Sunday mornings. It's a standard spiel, update on the inactives and stuff. Uh, I typically release my articles really on both places, fullpresscoverage.com and goingfor2.com. Uh, usually full press coverage is its own article, whereas with goingfor2.com, there's that part of the consensus rankings there. I also write a goal line guide article every week for full press coverage. It's uh, me trying to project where how teams are going to score touchdowns on a week-to-week basis. I gather information from teams inside the five, how many plays they've run, how often they've scored touchdowns. Use that with the you know, the weekly implied totals to kind of incorporate that and get uh, where I think the touchdowns will come from. So that's uh, cool that I like to add into my rankings, my start-sit decisions. And yeah, with going for two, I do a live stream every Monday, uh, pregame show to the Monday night football games, so usually 7 p.m. Eastern. Gladys, Louise Tyler, Dan Rosier, my co-hosts, we just uh, we pick props on the games. Like tonight, uh, I went two for three. I went, uh, I chose the Chargers, so I got it wrong there, but took under the 50 and a half for the over-under and then uh, higher than Herbert, 11 and a half rush yards. I hit both of those two. So you can check that out every week, uh, what we do with our picks. Well, Justin, wake up. Dude, I'm, I'm awake. I got to go finish packing because I'm hitting. Oh. I'm on the road tomorrow and flying on Wednesday. Let's go to Mexico. Oh, baby. Justin's going to Mexico. You boys like Mexico. <laughs> Run BFF. Mexico bound. He's gonna yeah. get. He's gonna get his uh, cucaracha on. There's a fishing <laughs> rod in my in my luggage already. Let's go. A fishing rod. We gonna play. Stay away from the Mexican jellyfish. They're not they're one they're not your friend. I do not know what that exactly means. And I'm gonna just leave it at that. Hope you don't and, find out. Oh well, 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 someone's gonna be here, someone's gonna be there, but we're gonna see you another day, another time. Thanks for listening to the Dynasty Hot Sauce Podcast. <laughs> Roger, talking down.